to We Geek Podcast. Today is March 15th. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And we are on the N.FM like we are every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Um, and how's your week been, man? Uh, it's, it's you know, I'm kind of back to normal schedule almost, but uh, we, you know. There you go. Turnover in the food service industry sucks, so, you know, you get, like, uh, I've got X amount of shifts and X amount of hours, and, you know, our, we- our weeks are weird. They start on Tuesday. That's how mm. our weeks run Tuesday to Monday. They're weird like that. So the schedule that gets posted usually Tuesday, uh, <laughs> it's pretty much shot to hell by, you know, like 5 o'clock on Wednesday, give or take. So, oh wow! Uh, you People know, calling out and leaving or quitting or yeah, we can't. Man, you can't keep drivers, and it's not just us. It's, it's every pizza place around here. Everybody's hiring drivers. It's crazy. Oh wow! But you know that's that's the business. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I hear that, man. Yep, yep, yep. I've been pretty busy as well too. I haven't really seen much. Um. Oh, there was something I saw, but I guess it's that forgettable <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> that I didn't even remember. I saw it on Sunday too. I just can't think of it. But wow. um, was it something new or no? I think I saw it on television, um, ah, on okay. on demand or something. But uh, <laughs> I have completely forgotten. I mean, that's how good it was. I guess it just completely <laughs> lost in my. Uh, I, don't know, I have no idea. Uh, maybe it'll come back to me by the end of the show. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. I've put in yeah. some overtime and oh. um, kind of just want to play my Switch. I want to take a day or day day or two off this week and just not have to do anything. Nice. Know? Yeah. I'll wake up and relax uh, and just kind of do stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, there you go. But... That's, that's my plan for tomorrow. I had uh, uh, my girl had two of her wisdom teeth pulled today, and her oh, appointment wow. was at eight. But her dentist isn't in town, so we were up at like seven. And oh, it's wow. it's what time is it now? Like twelve thirty. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jeez Louise, long day, man. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hit it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, I'm I'm I you know, I'm I, I try to put in some overtime on Monday and you know, I'm just I'm in the mood of getting around i shouldn't even announce this publicly i guess but uh i'll probably just put in some vacation time but uh yeah dude i just want to take a day or two off catch up on x-men comics i'm now starting to get into the more not i don't know it's not just <laughs> i don't know i love stan lee god bless him uh but a lot of that early x-men stuff is kind of hard to get through in oh, it's, uh... 2017 yeah yeah i'm having the yeah, Spider-Man is still just a I cuz I'm going nowhere. Like I get I'll dive into like one issue and by the time I'm done with it, I feel like I've I've waded through a swamp. It's just yeah. It's tough, man. That's old, you know, old this old one, Marvel's tough. This is a good idea and I still love it and I I want to get through it and I want to by the end of it say that I have read every issue of uncanny yeah. uh and be able to say that and be able to know oh i remember that story um mm-hmm. definitively so it, it'll be worth it I, I can't wait till i start getting into the 80s and stuff um yeah this once it really gets interesting you know yeah 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 oh yeah yeah and i think that's for the both of us the 80s and the 90s 
X-Men and Spider-Man just went nuts. Um, yeah, I think because I know like the the 80s it'll pick up, but I know the 90s is where it really started to hit. Right. Like, that was right. where it got crazy. It, you got like McFarlane's art and everything, which was even, even he came out later and was like, I was talking about like how intricately he did the webbing under the arms and everything. Mm -hmm. And he was yeah. like, yeah, that was a great idea the first time I did it. But then by like the fourth panel that I had to do it on, I wanted to hate myself so much. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, I'm a big uh, Jim Lee fan. So yeah. uh, his Wolverine and his X-Men comics is what got me drawing as a kid. And and then for years, it just constant, constant just over and over again, drawing the same thing. It became like, you know, like riding a bike. And then I did it for years and uh, recently just started getting into it with the iPad and whatnot. And I love the transparency thing and, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to, to sit there and sketch and sketch and then, uh, you know, make that layer, uh, you know, very transparent and then add a new layer on top of it and then do the final sketch and, this is really cool. Um, yeah, nice. So, that sounds cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The iPad Pro is just perfect for that kind of stuff. Uh, I won one at work, so that was – so that I've just been knocking that out. The pen was expensive, though, or the pencil or whatever. I was going to say, like, the little stylus thing they have, yeah. Yeah, it's like – I think it was 70 for me. So I was like, okay, well, you know, that's expensive, but um, – I wanted to sit there and draw and I, I used one in the store and I was like, feels just like a pencil. Like yeah. I thought it would feel like you're pressing the screen and it's, it's so weird, but it, I, you know, any other type of pencil that I've used for, you know, digital screens, it always felt there was a delay or something. And it didn't feel right. But this one feels like you're putting pressure on it. If it, the, it, it reacts in the program as if you're putting pressure on it. And nice. You know, I sat there one day and just did Bob Art type stuff, Bob Ross type stuff where, you know, I, I picked out the palette and I picked out the different brushes and I <laughs> sat there and followed. <laughs> it was on a Twitch at the time. And I sat there and followed uh, one of his paintings nice. horribly. But... Uh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was fun, though. But yeah, man, I kind of want to do that this week. I kind of want to take a few days off, sit down and read some comics and dive into zelda because i feel like i get so far into zelda and then just life happens and i'm pulled in this direction that direction and then it's you know nine nine or ten o'clock at night and i'm like ah, right. eh, I, I wanted to do this at 8 a.m you know <laughs> yeah so i think i'll take a few days off and do that some me time um but yeah man, i've just been uh playing a little bit of the switch they uh i've been playing some shovel knight zelda a game you ever heard of blaster master uh, from way back, maybe it's an it's an old yeah. NES game. I yeah. believe. Um, uh, Blaster Master Zero. Yeah, I never played it. You know, when I first saw the trailer for it, I thought, "Oh, this looks like a cool indie," you know. But uh, apparently, it's been around forever. So it's... I feel like an idiot. But yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I think it's originally was released. Yeah, originally released in November. Um. 1988. I was gonna say it had to, it would had to have been late 80s, yeah. Yeah, on uh, the NES, um, and so yeah, it's 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 been really fun. Um, Snipper clips, I got to play that uh, with some friends and family. Have you have you seen this? Did we talk about Snipper clips? 
not I like I think I saw like a little something of it, but I don't think we talked about it last week. Snipper Clips is kind of the perfect Switch game to show people. Like, I know they've been showing the one two switch as like their hey, this is our thing, you know, right. and it's sixty dollars and it's really dumb. Um <laughs> And I hear I've heard a lot of people saying that should be the uh, the the game built into the system, but I don't really think so. Snipper Clips is if you're going to get Zelda, everyone's going to when they get a Switch, of course. But if you're going to get a Switch and you want a game to play with someone else to kind of show you all the features of what a Switch can do, it's Snipper Clips because essentially what it is, it's like these two little uh, looks like little pieces of paper in the shapes of like um, like the top of a wine glass. Um, and there are pieces of paper and you control one, the, the second player controls the other one and you have to do, you have to solve puzzles, uh, on the screen, like carry a ball from the left-hand side to the right-hand side. And you have to cut your friend in shapes and he cuts you so that you can fit into certain areas and you can, you know, lift a pencil and do all these cool physics based things. And, um, and you're sitting there like, no, you know, uh, bend over. Let me cut the end off your butt real fast. And, you know, it's just a little <laughs> funny. You know, it is it is really cool. It's really fun. And it's something that if you if you own a Switch, I think it's $20. Uh, this is a must buy. Nice. So you can sit there and play it with a friend. Um, Very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw that uh, Splatoon 2 test file test fire uh, was available today but i think it's you can't actually play it until the 24th which i believe is next friday so yeah um i've never played splatoon before i hear great things so i can't wait to try that beta there you um, go. yeah but that's all i've been doing this week pretty much just just uh working and um messing around with the switch all have right. you watched any new tv shows no no i've been I haven't had time. Um, I'm catching up with Legion. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. talked about that last week. I meant to. Yeah, I meant to jump in on it, but I'm because like I'm behind on everything. I'm behind on Flash, behind on Arrow, behind on Walking Dead. Like I'm genuine. There's like nothing I'm caught up on. Oh man, the whole time I'm thinking everyone is high who made this <laughs> show. Like just from the top to the bottom it is a mind fuck uh in every way especially like the second i've I've only watched a few of them and in the second episode it's just like it's just all in the head and just like bananas (laughs) um but yeah i don't know uh just been catching up with that and some other tv shows like like uh uh the flash with the the zod or the uh gorilla zod Grod, Grod, Grod. Jeez, it's it's a long night. <laughs> but but yeah, I've been uh, catching up with that as well. Nice. But yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some movie news here. Um, have you seen any of the Thor Ragnarok? Ragnarok uh, stills. They cut his hair. Yeah. What did they do to his hair? I like it. I hate it. Of course, you know, I'm you know, I'm biased, but <laughs> Oh, I love the look. It's so 80s. It's it is. It's a good it's a good look. It it is. Yeah. I mean, when we saw the Ragnarok when they showed the logo, it was straight 80s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time. 
I didn't know how it was going to fall into place or whatever, but now it's making a little bit more sense. It looks like whatever planet they're going to is splashed with whatever the food they ate in the Hook movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what like oh. their whole outfit looks like. And, like yeah, the, cover okay. of, the cover of Entertainment Weekly. If you were to just use like the what they use as design for that cover and re- removed all of the characters and replaced them with Suicide Squad characters, it would look just the same. Because it looks like that same 80s, you know, yeah, uh, style or whatever. But I don't know. It should be interesting. Yeah. Jeff Jeff Goldblum looks weird, but you know, I mean, that's kind of Jeff Goldblum, really. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he's <laughs> he it, did look odd. It's interesting makeup, but you know, hey, it's a it's a cosmic being far beyond our whatever. So sure, why not? Right, right. Yeah, no, he looks really weird. It it's... it looked like some I don't even it just like eighties sci fi, I guess. Yeah, like I just I can't wait to see just how Jeff Goldblum is it. You know, is, is it the more, is this the practice Jeff Goldblum or, or, you know, are we going to get the kind of frenetic just sort of, you know, well, you know, here on, on this planet here, you, you have, you have these, these creatures here, but, but over on this planet here, you also have these, these creatures. It's just, I want that's cause that's a Jeff Goldblum. I want, I want. Oh yeah, no. I think he's going yeah. to be fooled on Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I want caricature Jeff Goldblum, just like I always want caricature Christopher Walken. I just, I don't want, you know, I want these guys to be in insert roles, but but for mm-hmm. the most part, in something like this, I want, I want the the character of the actor, you know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. No. No. Ex- exactly. And I think that's what this is going to be. You know, I saw on Twitter someone post like someone asked jeff goldblum about the look for the movie and he's just like movie what movie <laughs> like, that's just how he's, like that's how he just went to starbucks or something uh, <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> if anybody uh, would it would be him right right exactly and nobody would nobody would blink it would right. like nobody everybody just oh yeah it's that's goldblum right right any idea what what's the release date for that? Isn't it this year? Uh, it's at the end of this year. Okay, yeah, November third, yeah, two thousand seventeen. So, yeah. man, that's gonna be fun. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get Justice League, and we're gonna get Star Wars all within the same few months, right? Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I Justice League. I have more hope for than the other movies. I have, I have release. no hope in any of it anymore. I'm done. Yeah, no. Because everything like DC is always like more new stuff, more this. Take a look at at this, or check out this trailer, or see these cast photos. And I'm like, it's it it all looks exactly the same. No, I it's, agree. Yeah, it all, all looks like the same movie. It's it's all the same Snyder bullshit. Like right. I just I can't. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean that that's yeah. I, you know that's at least one thing we just talked about with Thor, it looks different than anything they've ever done. The closest thing it looks to is guardians of the galaxy, but that makes sense because it's space. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's, for whatever reason, space is stuck in the eighties, <laughs> Marvel space or whatever. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm but... all right with that. Hey, that was when Marvel space got big, wasn't it? Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking, but, um, but yeah, no, none of those Marvel films look the same. Yeah. Um, if you think about it, you know, or feel the same, um, where you're absolutely right. Justice League just feels 
like it's going to be, you know, a sequel to the movie we saw last year. And that sucks. Like yeah. if you would ask someone, you know, 10 years ago, hey, we're doing a new Justice League movie, everybody would be losing their minds. Yep. Or we're doing a Justice League because there's never been one. I mean. Right. Yeah. So it it's weird. Um, so who knows? Yeah. We'll and see. then you see what we get and you're like, oh, OK. Yeah. They, they look more, you know. They they look more like Sucker Punch than they do anything that resembles an actual film. Right, right, like, right. Here are these awesome visuals. Okay, that's great. Like if I look, if I was doing a movie that had a big giant visual action set piece, if I could bring Zack Snyder in to guest direct that, sure, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Right, but they need for, to distance themselves from him. Right, but for the entire rest of the movie, I I would just I would okay, Zach, thanks, bye. Please don't come anywhere near the set ever again. Thank you. Like, right. You know, yeah. it's just not. Uh, these things have no substance, mm-hmm. and the substance they have, no movie starts out awful. I genuinely believe that no script starts off terrible, but throughout, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I don't. I think that throughout the filmmaking process, and especially the decisions by people who think they know but really don't know, who have the authority to say, well, you know, you're actually going to do it this way whether you want to or not, that's how we wind up with, you know, Transformers Dark of the Moon. Mm. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, with that note, we will take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're getting some more movie news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we got some more movie news here. We got some Deadpool 2 casting news. Um, Zazie Beats uh, from Atlanta cast as Domino. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you would know. What do you think about that? You watch Atlanta. What do you think? Oh, she's great. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, she's she plays um, uh, she plays Donald Glover's girlfriend in Elena, and I really like her. Like, it's it's so Elena's so weird. It is one of <laughs> Elena's on FX, right? Uh, FX doesn't give a shit. Like, no, they they have no, it. Like they when they hit with Sons of Anarchy, they were like, oh yeah, we could be kind of an alternative channel. Yeah, and totally. That, and then they really like they they ran with that. Oh yeah. It is such a – they are so outside of the box, and it works so well. Um, there's entire episodes of Atlanta where it's based just off of her character. Nice. And it seems like Donald Glover plays second fiddle or not as important, and you see her struggle. It's it, it's so cool because, you, it, of course, the show opens, and it's all about Donald Glover. You see it through his perspective, and she's the girlfriend, and then suddenly you're just seeing it through her, her, through her eyes. And you get a whole, just totally different point of view of Donald Glover and herself, you know, and her where she's at in that relationship. And, you know, it's 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 so cool. Um, nice. So, yeah. No, I mean, um, let's see who she's playing Domino, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did the, what was Domino's powers again? I man, you know, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't really know either. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. I felt bad because, like, I meant to look that up, and then I just kept forgetting. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I was like, yeah, she's important to Deadpool. She's but... like guns and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. I really don't. I wish I did, but Yeah. Well, that's cool. That was somebody that they've been talking about casting for a while, right? Yeah. Her well, her and Cable. Yeah. I remember. So they well, they've got one down, they got one to go. Right. And I imagine that she will be in um uh the new humans new mutants new humans jesus new mutants film you think oh yeah or x-force or whatever i mean weren't they talking about that that uh uh the future of marvel uh, future of fox mutant movies are going to kind of be tied around deadpool and cable being in multiple films i yeah i think there was talk about that at one point I could see Domino doing the same thing. I mean, she's been in X-Force and stuff. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're in a weird... Because, like, they're kind of winding down their main X-Men side of things. Like, after Supernova, like, where do they go with that cast? Or well, with... I mean, if you if you think about it, the stuff that's been taking off for them are their smaller rated R films. Right. Like, I mean, it, we are living in a different time than, you know, five years ago where the big blockbuster Avengers type films made sense. Now more people are wanting substance, you know, uh, over a big team like film. So I hope Deadpool 2 still stays small. Like, I hope she's just in the film and it's it's cool. Um, kind of like how, you know, in the last film, we, we got the whatever the long name is and, and Colossus. Um <laughs> You know, and that, you know, it's weird how most of that film takes place just on an interstate. You know, yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. So I hope it kind of sticks to that kind of thing. Um, and then I could totally see her in like an X Force film with Cable and Deadpool, or even like a New Mutants or something. It'd be interesting to see how they tie it all in, because apparently Logan was its own thing. Like they don't even they wanted to put it so far into the future that. And they also made it very clear in the press tour that it's not a part of the same right. uh, Fox universe because they just wanted to basically give Hugh Jackman the his ending that he deserves. Right. So they, that he could... Yeah, they didn't want it to be worried about, well, how does this tie into continuity? Look, we just want to make this right. badass movie. Right. You know, and it's, a, it's it, one thing I think is a shame is that um, – I do wish Hugh Jackman would make a cameo in the Deadpool movies. Uh, I know he said he's not doing it anymore because he wanted to put a good end note, but I don't think there'd be any harm to, you know, him, even, even, um, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. He said, I'm done with, I'm done with professor X, but I would totally do a Deadpool cameo. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, there's, there's the, the thing of it. It's like, that's, those are fun. They're they're right. they're right. totally their own little thing, and how much he made fun of you know Hugh Jackman in the first one. I have to imagine it, this one's just going to be filled with, especially Logan. Oh yeah, know, references to that movie. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I really do hope maybe he makes an appearance just as himself, like just as Hugh Jackman. I, that would now you see th now you're talking like that would be cool. Yeah, he's like, I'm not Wolverine, mate. I just play him in a movie, you know. Just that would be fantastic. Oh, if they pull like a, it, it'd be, it would kind of, it would be funny, but also suck. Like if they pulled a Bill Murray from Zombieland. Oh, yeah. Just, just no, this I, thing I of like, no, I, I like Bill's. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what you just did? What did I did? You just made me figure out what movie I watched over the weekend. Was it Zombieland? 
Ghostbusters. Ah, the uh, new one? Yes. Okay, <laughs> so let's and talk. <laughs> I like Bill Murray's cameo in Zombieland. That was fantastic. Yeah. I loathed his cameo in Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was kind of... It was. It was almost like Bill was saying, sure, I'll be a part of this movie. Yeah, I'll play this part. But, like, he he just took, like, a... It was a very professional way of just taking, like, a big giant shit all over everything. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even finish the film. Like, yeah. I got to the point where I think a bunch of ghosts were taking over New York, and I, we ate dinner. Like, I, I was visiting <laughs> my mom. I was like, yeah, we're just done with this film. Yeah. yeah it, I had enough of it. I was like, all right, that's it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's it's not... I, I'll say this about it. It's not as as... You know, when we saw the trailer, we were, you know, I think the entire world thought, oh, my God, this is the end of everything. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's the worst thing ever created. And it's no, 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 and, no. and it's not that bad. No, I mean, I, it's to me, it was I don't, see. And that's what I kept thinking was, am I just having the rose petal glasses or whatever when I'm thinking of Ghostbusters? I wasn't even that big of a Ghostbusters fan as a kid because it was something my maybe my older brother was more into, but it, it was Ghostbusters was never our thing. We were more we were Ninja Turtles, you know. We were right past that, I think. Yeah. At least me, and so Ghost, but Ghostbusters never felt that like this went very child. I don't want to say childish, but the the humor was way more towards kids, and I kept thinking, of course, because it's going to be. Right. Like, is it Ghostbusters? Well, for whatever reason, I thought the original Ghostbusters movie was way more scary. Like, at the library scene and stuff like that. I, I think they, yeah, like, they kind of tweaked that a little bit. But it wasn't, you know. Like, it wasn't just fart jokes the whole time. Or maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly. It, no, no, you're right. It wasn't. Like, it was more, it was, well, because it, it was one of, it was a Harold Ramis comedy. There was right. so much more nuance to it. Like, they're their own genre. You know, right. Stripes and Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day, like, all of those. Like, that whole segment of movies is, is almost its own genre unto itself. It's just they felt like cartoon characters. And I, I thought, maybe if I was eight, I would totally love this movie. I, and so that makes sense. You know, it's like, like, like the Goosebumps movie. I realize it's not for me. At like at all, uh, I, I, it's one of those things you could put on, I guess, and it'd be background. But yeah, I really, you know, it, I, I like the Goosebumps movie. Yeah, I, well, I mean, you know, it, I, maybe I shouldn't use Goosebumps, but it's in that same humor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's not like Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> you know, where they're both, you know, very, you know, family fun, big, you know, whatever, but. It, I don't know. It just didn't have the same kind of humor that I was. I wasn't even expecting anything, honestly. I was expecting the worst, and it wasn't that. Yeah. Um. But it was just boring. So I was like, okay, well, uh, yeah. Obviously, I don't think it deserved all of the heat that it got, of course. Um. But you know, I was like, all right, well, there's, there's it, a lot of fart jokes and you know an SNL cast. So yeah. I guess is what I would expect. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and Kevin. Right, right, yeah. God, I hated that character. I hated that <laughs> character so much because it was the idea of like, hey, look, here's like if we did the male version of what the female secretary stereotype in movies used to be, 
but we turned it we didn't turn it up to 11 we turned it up to 1100 right like right. that was just so that was a thing kevin seemed like a writing exercise that they forgot to edit right. it was the thing of like okay we're going to go outrageous with it because that's what you do when you're writing and then you know we trim out the stuff that doesn't work and we mold it but you have to go out there so that you know you have to come back and they well, it, forgot it, to come back it just seemed like it would have been funny for a minute. Right. Like, oh, that's hilarious. They hired, you know, super hot, you know, dude as the secretary and they're all into him. Okay, that's hilarious. Uh, but then it just went on and, and it became went, like uh, a point of the movie. Oh. You're just like, oh, he's really dumb too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, great. That's, that's, that's a great character on an SNL skit one time. Right, right. Exactly. And then he's. Exactly. And then he's in like a third of the movie, and it's just like, oh right. my god, they did that. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. We got um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Uh, brief footage was screened for the investors. So, was there any story to that? Was there like, did they come out liking it? Or I, I don't, I didn't see like there wasn't anything about like what anybody said because it was just like really, it was like little tiny snippets basically like it it wasn't even enough for a teaser apparently oh okay so it's not like with the batman versus superman where they they came out and said it was the best movie ever you know it's better than casablanca (laughs) you know they were all losing their minds so it's not like that huh no no it wasn't like that no man i Uh, can't wait I cannot wait. I'm not in the Star Wars mood yet. Like it's not hit me. Yeah, give it a little time. I'm... We got got Thrawn in a month. That's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. that once Thrawn hits, that might be where I I, I get pumped because oh, it'll start to build. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna lose a few days to that, and then <laughs> and we'll have... I'll be going through the art books and getting into you know. And then we got probably what we got celebration. Oh, we got uh, I'm we going got... to next month. That's going to be it. That's going to be where I'm just full Star Wars mode. And I'm like, all right, what's next? Okay, E3, we're going to see video game stuff. Like, okay, cool. It's it's going to trickle out throughout the year. Yeah. Oh, did you see uh, Celebration's taking next year off? Uh, No. Yeah. They're, that makes sense. They're skipping a year. That, that makes sense. It makes sense they do skip a year. But what, what sucks is that means that the – the next celebration would be for episode nine yeah. more than likely in Anaheim. But that doesn't make sense if they're opening up star Wars world's world here in Orlando that year, they might actually just come back to, to Orlando. I didn't, I know th- I didn't I know, see, but I know they like moving and we won't find out where they're going until, Anaheim, until this year. They'll, they'll they usually announce it whenever they have a celebration. They say we're going to be blah 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 next time. It would make more sense to have it here in Orlando since you're opening up Star Wars World, so that everyone traveling to celebration will have a day as well to go to the new Star Wars Disney. Right. Like that makes it's perfect. So I I mean it would suck for people out in California, but that'd be great for people like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope the next one is in Orlando. Uh one of my buddies, Sean, um uh listener of the show, he's gonna come uh with his wife too. So I'm really looking forward to that to like just kinda hanging out and a bunch of people in uh, some Facebook groups and whatnot are coming down as well. So nice. uh should be really cool just running into people and meeting up and 
just be just just completely Star Wars out. So saving go. up for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Did you see the new Wonder Woman trailer? I did. And I liked it. I you know I I keep looking at this and I keep thinking, hey, it still just kind of looks like the same thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I liked it, but then I was like, you know what? You loved the Man of Steel trailer. Yeah, and that's, it brought me back down a little bit. Uh huh. That's what I keep saying is like DC. DC does great trailers. Man of Steel, great trailer. Like mm-hmm. uh, even Batman vs Superman, not mm-hmm. a terrible trailer. Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, fantastic trailer. Yep. But yep. the movies suck. Like right. I, right. I I. I liked. I think I liked Man of Steel more than most people did, but not by a lot. Right. But right. I mean, you know, everything else speaks for itself. Yeah. No, that trailer is still probably one of my favorite trailers it's, I've ever seen for for Man of Steel. It's a fantastic and, uh, trailer. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Wonder Woman trailer, the new one, was the best out of all the trailers I've seen because I think it, it spent more time with her. Uh, you know, just developing her powers or whatever, whatever she did with her, you know, her wrists and right. Well, because uh, it was, it was, it was, it was officially titled the the origin story trailer. Right. It, it felt like, oh, this is cool. It's not just a bunch of CGI World War Two, which that was in there too, or World War One, which was in this trailer too, but it was more heavily focused on her, right, as a character. And I was like, okay, I like that. So, you know, we're still we're gonna see it in the theater. I'm gonna like it, you know, or I'm. I didn't mean so I like it, but I'm going to see it in the theater, and yeah. you know we'll see. Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, you know. I agree. It looks a lot the same. This could yeah. have been a chance for them to make it a little bit look different since it's a different time frame. But well, we'll it's see. you know they keep giving it to the same creative group. You know maybe right. they change a director here and there, but the same people that are in charge still have their fingerprints all over everything. You know Kevin mm-hmm. Feige over at Marvel. Maybe that part of what what I think makes Kevin Feige one of one of the most brilliant people in Hollywood right now is that he can he, he's overseeing this entire cinematic universe, but has enough trust in the different writers and filmmakers so that he doesn't have to go in and say, no, no, we have to do everything exactly this way. I know there you know, you have battles here and there and with Whedon and Age Voltron and everything with Edgar Wright with Ant-Man. But right. but overall, it's not, no, no, you will do exactly this and only this and match exactly this tone. The The movies are allowed to be different. You know, Guardians is not Ant-Man, is not Iron Man, is mm-hmm. not anything. Like, they're, that's what I, that's what I like. DC doesn't look like they're doing that. They, mm-hmm. they put up the veneer of it. With, you know, oh, Suicide Squad isn't Batman vs. Superman. But then at the end of the day, I yeah, yeah, it, it actually is. Right. Like, it, it all just fits the same mold, and that makes me crazy. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, let's take another quick break. When we get back, we'll get into some more movie news. we got some Man of Steel, Jurassic World, even some Matrix news. So we'll be back with that. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, we were knee-deep in some movie news here. Um, Matthew Vaughn um, from Kingsman is in talks to direct Man of Steel 2. Yeah, um... Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, 
just because you know again like, like, we, guy? like yeah like i don't know like we were talking about like it it doesn't seem like it matters who they put in the chair like they're yeah. They they're gonna the the creative team is gonna do its thing. So Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. I want somebody to come in and to just say, No, you know what? I, I see what you guys do here. Um I have a different idea and and fight for it. And right. and find a way to win. You know, that's that's the big thing is I, I I want somebody who's gonna get in there and say, No, no, let me, you know, we're not just going to be belligerent about, you know, well, your movies suck because they're all the same, so this one has to be different. But to find a way to convince whoever it is that needs convincing that whatever film they're working on needs to be a, a, a genuinely different thing. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn just seems like a lot of the same of what they have. It seems like he'd be a great fit if they thought that people liked that style yeah. of what DC is doing. Yeah. So to put your, put your, your, to put yourself in the DC head's shoes, this makes a lot of sense. If you want a lot of the same stuff, sure. But to the fans like us, it's like, no, that's exactly the opposite of what we want. Like, look at the Marvel films, look how different they feel. Look at James Gunn's guardians of the galaxy compared it to like Avengers. They're very different. They're very you know, let's do different things. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, hell, Marvel, <laughs> Marvel said, well, you know, the Thor movies haven't done great. So what are right. we going to do with this next one? Well, we could do some Planet Hulk stuff. Okay, great. But like, who are we going to put in the chair? Let's get the guy who did this. Weird... I saw this weird vampire movie the other day. <laughs> right. Like, right, it, yeah. like when they're willing to say, you know, who should helm the third movie in one of our tentpole franchises? Taika Waititi. Like right. that's yeah that yeah takes, exactly that takes balls man yeah they should have got like the guys who did the Lego movie or something just something just totally weird and fun right um you know the the guys who did Stranger Things just just something different and well, fun and I mean, adventure the guy who did Lego Batman is doing a Nightwing movie so that's I right. mean I I hope that's promise yeah yeah what about this probably would. I'd say never say never, but what about like a J.J. Abrams uh, DC film? Would that I, would that work? I, I think huh. I, I think it would work for like Shazam because would... J.J. Abrams got that nostalgia that like at being a kid, you know, um, yeah, wanting you, to be more. Give you know what he could do really well. Give here's what I would want to see. Give J.J. Abrams the uh, the uh, I can't remember the the imprint. Um. Oh, the uh, the uh, give him like Wildstorm. Oh yeah, I know. Do yeah, that. Him do That's that. one I would like to see. Like that side of, yeah. you know, that was all because that was all Jim Lee, right? Mm-hmm. That side of that well, piece of image. It would be. Yeah, I, I think he'd be a perfect fit for like the Green Lantern stuff. Obviously, with his Star Trek and Star Wars. Sure. All that kind of stuff and that wonder, like you know, he does really good with that kind of space stuff. Uh, yeah. And those, man, those scenes of the new Star Trek movies, just with Kirk and stuff, that it would be perfect. Um, who knows? You know, he but he's has said he doesn't want to do any remakes. He wants to do his own, you know, personal like newer, you know, just new projects. If that makes sense. Right. Like, yeah, well, original hey, he, original projects is what I mean. He he keeps That's at it I mean. like he did with Ten Cloverfield Lane. He's on his way. Yeah, no, that 
I, I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, yeah, no, I'd be interested in whatever J.J. Abrams does next. He hasn't really announced anything, has he? Well, they're doing the third Cloverfield movie. They're doing the third Cloverfield movie, and his company is also doing the um, uh, Stephen King thing, right? Right. Yeah, no, that'd be. I like to see what he does next. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know what he personally is doing next. His next directing thing that I do not know. What if they gave him the name of the wind? Dude, oh, don't don't even joke. Like, don't. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that would come on. That would be amazing. Yes, that would be awesome. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, what is it? Coco. Uh, details about the next Disney Pixar film coming this week. Yeah, they put up a little picture that's, you know, it's kind of like they they looked at uh, Conan O'Brien. No, uh, no, because I actually I actually want to see this movie. They, <laughs> no, they um, what was a Day of the Dead that right, came out the... or, or Book of the Dead? I think right. I can't. I'm sorry, I forget what it was called. I think it was Book of the Dead or Book of Life. Book of the Dead. Well, it I... all looks like that holiday. That right, Day it's all. Stuff. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember. I think it was actually Book of Life. That was I googled all... Coco, and it's just a bunch of pictures of Ice T's wife. <laughs> <laughs> None of them. She's wearing clothes. Uh, yeah, no, no. But <laughs> Jesus, you, you know that's a uh, you know perception issues. But you know. Oh, that looks infected. <laughs> oh. Jeez, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Oh. But no, but it's it's. Yeah, Book of Life. I don't remember. It was it yeah. was an animated Day of the Dead themed movie a few years ago. It looks like a Disney Pixar take on that. So cool. Sign me up. Yep. I'm in. Should be cool. Should it's, be cool. Yeah. It's Disney Pixar, I'm in. I don't I don't care what it is. Right. Right. Um they released the first production photo for Jurassic World, which looked cool. Yeah, it was a museum. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. I, you know, does that mean we're going to see a lot more of the mainland? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, where to? That is kind of the risk of where do you go from here? Because they are, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, because that was the thing about like the first Jurassic Park and even Jurassic World. Those things are set up. They're almost kind of haunted house movies, in a way. Because they are set in just one exact location. I love what the Lost World did. It kind of felt to me like uh, Pokemon Silver, where you thought it was over, and then you just got this whole other thing. Right. Um, so, like, you know, you think the movie's over with, or the day's saved. Yeah. And then suddenly they're on the mainland, and then there's a T-Rex on the mainland. And you're like, oh, shit, we just started a whole other movie here. <laughs> right. You know, or a little bit piece of one. Um uh, and I was like, this is cool. So, uh, you know, that t- totally took me by surprise. I know a lot of people didn't like that film, but I really did. I like, I think it's, I, like I think it still world. holds up. Um, uh, but yeah, no, um, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'd be down for whatever I'd be down for stuff still on the Island or stuff on the mainland. Yeah. I, I think when it gets to the mainland, it doesn't feel as Jurassic park. Um, I still want the jungle. I still want to be scared, you know, them freaking out, not, right. not being able to just call the military to nuke a T-Rex or whatever, not nuke them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I like the, that there's not that much to protect themselves with, which is what makes the whole movie, you know? Yeah. Um, Jurassic, the Jurassic world segment could really have only taken place 
you know, in a short scene because it's one T-Rex. They would eventually have the military roll up on it, um, which would have been really cool. <laughs> but <laughs> the scene with uh, that sticks out in my mind in that movie is when they're in a blockbuster, which kids these those days these days have no idea what that is. <laughs> and I just remember like the dinosaur walking by and they're trying to pick a movie and they all start screaming or whatever. Um, the little seventy six ball goes rolling down the street like. Yep, yep. That I remember that. Yeah, it's such a cool. It's a cool movie. Yeah. Um, that does. Uh, I say, I'm I'm with you. I say it holds up. Like I like. Oh yeah, it, it totally does. I remember my buddy was like, "Oh, that's not as good." I was like, "Well, the original is lightning in a bottle." Right. Um, and of course, the second one you can't have all the same cast, and a lot of people didn't sign up. So, you know, Jeff Goldblum. And I think at the time, not everyone was crazy about Jeff Goldblum, but in the the years to come people just had this like Bill Murray type effect with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I think that he, like he popped the thing that, the thing that kind of kept him, I don't want to say kept him down, but like his, cause you know, he did Jurassic park and that was cool. And then he did Jurassic world and that was cool. Mm-hmm. And then he did somewhere. I don't forget. I think it was before the lost world where he did independence day. And that was awesome. But you know, right. that was kind of more a Will Smith thing who, right. you know, that was, he was in the middle of, you know, Men in Black and Wild Wild West. And, you know, I mean, that was, it was kind of in the, in the, the Will Smith era. Right. And so like, he just, he just, you know, he did his thing. And I think that his, like you said, everybody's just kind of like, oh yeah, remember Jeff Goldblum was really awesome. Oh, he's still right. doing stuff. Like, this is really cool. Like for some reason, his humor just took off like crazy. Yeah. Um, the way he talks and stuff like that, especially in, uh, in Jurassic Park and Lost World. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's, they're really cool movies. Um, so yeah, so, uh, mm. I thought that image was cool. Uh, mm. go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah. So, um, um, <laughs> Warner Brothers has lost their fucking minds. Um, I mean, I don't know how else to, I, I really don't know what else to say about that. Um, so uh, Zach Penn, who who wrote the the uh, the screenplay for Ready Player One, uh, cool, very cool, awesome, good for him, um, is in talks with Warner Brothers to write a treatment of a particular reboot. Now I like the idea of him as a writer. I like the fact that they're considering Michael B. Jordan to star. I think those are interesting choices. I hate the fact that the reboot we're talking about is The Matrix. Now, help me out here, because the second and third one were kind of blurs for me. Yeah. The first one I thought was fantastic. Right. Um, so would the reboot essentially just be because Neo restarted the universe again? I maybe, or they just ignore it altogether. I... And so it would Mike, do you think Michael, Michael B. Jordan would be playing Neo, right, if that's what they're doing, like or, a reboot? Right. He would be that sort of character, maybe? Um, so that's, but, that's what I'm curious about is if they're going to be like, Hey, we're just going to retell the story in a cool way. Or if they're going to be like, this is a continuation, but this is how it, it makes sense to me because I, I always thought at the end of the matrix movies that Neo reset everything again, and that he's been doing that for years and years and years. And that this is not the first time he did it, unless I'm completely remembering the I, ending to the third matrix movie. I I don't know, man. 
Uh, you may have. You may. Did have... he save the day? Do you remember? <laughs> well, I mean that much I remember, but I don't remember him like restarting the Matrix. I thought may I need to maybe revisit these movies. Unfortunately, I, and, and, and I mean that's the thing. I don't know because nobody knows because you watch <laughs> you watch the second and third and you're like, what the hell did I just watch? What was this? What are these right. people on? And it's isn't that the one that Will Smith walked away from? I think he was going to play Neo. I think something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, that was him. Right. But you know, just just why? And here's yeah. and here's the other thing. Like this is not. Uh, I get, I get it. The Matrix is a known brand, and this is the world we live in now. Fine, I'm resigned to that. This this was this was inevitable. It was. But here's the thing. You can't. You can't just retell the story. Right. Because... I, I think the Matrix was a. It, it was so. It was just of the time. You know right. what I mean? It was very that time period for a film. I don't think that would catch on this day and age. Well, and you can't do it the same way now. I mean, it's been. It'll have been. You know, it's been what eighteen? It's been eighteen years. Oh, like geez. I mean, we're I'm think old. of where. Yeah. Right. Think of where technology was back then compared to where it is now. It's a right, whole. Right. I here's here's a thought. If you're gonna reboot something like The Matrix, and you're gonna say, okay, we have to, we're gonna tell a similar story, but we have to change. Obviously, we have to change a lot with the times, and we have to change some of the thematic elements. Every time I see something like this, where it's like, what can you change? Because okay. Even if you just update stuff, it may not be the same thing. Right. I think of Battlestar Galactica. Right. There's the idea of if you're going to reboot something and make it a little more modern, here's what you <laughs> tweak. Here's what you change. Here's what you completely overhaul and make it work. Right. So that's if, – if, if, they're, if they're serious about this, and God, I really hope they're not. But, but that's, what, that's what they need to look at and say, all right, here's – here was something that was set in a time of a time that worked in that time. Mm-hmm. We can't just do that again because by the time this movie gets made, it's going to be, it's going to be at least twenty years later. Right. So what do we do? How do we update mm-hmm. it? How do we tweak it? How do we hopefully not put the architect in there again? Oh, see that's what i mean i think that he rebooted the universe <laughs> I don't I, you know there's just there is there is a lot that goes on in there like those movies have to be studied because of how much actually goes on in there and i i will happily admit i have not studied them i i look at these and i'm like i get the basic idea but I know the idea is that there are so many different levels to it, and I just that's that's over my head. Yeah, because he killed himself, right? Like I know I'm spoiling the Matrix movies, but I thought he killed himself it to was, kill the Smith. Well, virus I thing. I mean, or, it was yes, but no, because he was kind of dying and knew that this was going to kill him because. That was – it just wasn't going to work any other way. And, and you know, I mean maybe he rebooted Matrix World, but he didn't reboot the real world. Oh, OK. Because he can't reboot the real world. That was the whole point. Oh, yeah. Remember they had the rave and everything? 
I'm just not remembering uh, it correctly at all. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's for the better that I'm just don't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Just just stick yeah. with the first one. Like if anybody's like, well, there weren't there two other movies. Don't worry about it. No, no. Just watch the first it. one and you'll be good. You're like, OK, I've seen a piece of cinematic history. I can move on. Right. <laughs> you, know, all, you don't need the other two. That's all you need. That's it. It's like Boondock Saints. I've only seen the first one because I've heard the second one literally ruins your experience. Yeah. Oh, it's garbage. And <laughs> so if you... I'm perfectly fine enjoying the first one for what yeah. it was. And if you go see Boondock Saints, don't go see it with a bunch of Boondock Saints fans because they'll ruin the experience for you. When would you do that? That's... That movie hasn't been out in years. I, I know, but I'm just like, that was one of those movies. Are there like where they open up a theater and show it? Well, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just, you know, it's just my way of. You know, just hating on people who like the thing too much. That oh, was yeah. that no, was a what... dumb film. It's yeah. a really dumb film, but it's fun. Right, know? like it was a perfectly okay film. I had no problem. It was like Napoleon Dynamite all over again. It's it was something like... your older stepbrother shows you when you're way too young, and you're like, "This is really cool." Yeah, but, and, and <laughs> that's then you... exactly what. When you get older, you're like, "Oh, okay, that was just." Yeah, it's like Friday. Friday, when I first saw that, I was like, "I should not be watching this cussing <laughs> and everything else," but yeah. It was cool. And then when you get older, you're like, oh, that was cool for what yeah. it was. <laughs> and then, like, everybody who walks around college is is pretending they're Willem Dafoe's character. And you're just like, God, right. you right, people have right. destroyed this. Like, yeah. So. Right. And then they want to tell you about their Quentin Tarantino collection. <laughs> uh, and then you run. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Again, you're listening, listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And where were you? Okay, we just got done talking about The Matrix. Did you see this trailer for the new live-action Little Mermaid? I, yeah, I I did. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I'm glad they told me what it was. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had a clue. Yeah. Because um, it's. No, when I found out Disney wasn't doing it, I was like, okay, I'll wait till Disney does it. Because they're doing one, uh, I think, but it's not in production yet. Yeah, it's one of those that's slated. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. I want the music. Right. I want Flounder. I want Sebastian. Flounder is one of the most useless characters in film history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but everyone remembers him. I Yeah, because he was one of the only characters in that movie. <laughs> Man, I remember that. We would sit around the table, and this was right. We were just perfect age for Disney films. And I remember we had a fork in the house. We had a bent um, – one of the things were bent. And ah. my my parents were going to throw away, and we were like, no, no, no. That's the thingamajig from The Little Mermaid. It's, and a, dingle, so, it's a dingle hopper. Yeah. The dingle hopper. That's right. Yeah. Why was it? <laughs> and we would <laughs> fight over who got the dingle hopper um, uh, when we were at dinner because you know, my brother would – one of my brothers would want it. I would want it. <laughs> Uh, you know, and when we couldn't decide who gets it, my mom would eat with it <laughs> just to shut us up. Um, but yeah, it was, it was all <laughs> things like that stick out. Uh, yeah. For those kind of movies. Um, can't wait to see Beauty and the Beast. Um, cause I hear like that has, that's like a full on musical. Yeah. And yeah, that's, it's, that's perfect. And it's great watching people do like comparisons from the trailer to the original animated film. And you're like, damn, they're, they're like, just did live action versions of some of these cells. Like it's crazy. Yep. Oh yeah. So that's going to be good. So good for that's them. Awesome. That's what next week. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of movies coming out. I know my mom wants to go see that. She was when I was visiting her over the weekend. Um, uh, she was. We were watching trailers and stuff like that, and that was one of them where she was like, you know, I've never seen the original Beauty and the Beast. I'm like, all the Disney – she's like, you guys weren't into Beauty and the Beast. You guys were all into Lion King and Aladdin and you know, uh, Little Mermaid or whatever. But Beauty and the Beast was, I guess, a little before that, or am I remembering that wrong? It was in it was in that same time. It was little, in that time period. I guess we just didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, little uh, little Mermaid was, was the first of that batch. Oh, okay. More or less. Because, I mean, you know, you had Snow White and you had Cinderella. And right. then, you know, the the big Disney renaissance – because, I mean, you know, you had you had Dumbo, Bambi, Robin Hood. But it, it really kicked off with Little Mermaid. Right, right. Yeah, especially – yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I guess just Beauty and the Beast just wasn't our thing. Like, I don't know. So it – but I do remember Little Mermaid, Pocahontas, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess Pocahontas was towards the end of that, right? Not really. It was after Lion King, right? Yeah. You had, what, Aladdin, then Lion King, I think. Mm-hmm. And Pocahontas Pocahontas was somewhere right around the same time. Goofy movie, that was good, too. The Goofy movie was I good. I think that, that was towards was, the end. That was towards the end. Like, the right. the last of of kind of what we would think of as a Disney renaissance is kind of like around Mulan, Right, like yeah, that was yeah. that was towards the end of it, because mm-hmm. then you know we had the Goofy movie and that was fun, but then you got into ones you know like Brother Bear and and yep, see that's where I checked out. Yeah, exactly. And then it took them a while, but then they came back eventually. Right, and, right. Well, Pixar blew up. Right. Well, Pixar did their thing for a while, and then uh, Disney did uh, Tangled, and that was when they got back in the game big time. Mm, okay. That was yeah. That was their that was their second animation renaissance. Gotcha. And now they're, now they're killing it. Now yeah. they're killing it. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Um, and they're doing yeah. the live action stuff. They're, it's, it's, and it's, you know, for as much as, as any of us complained about, oh my God, they're remaking everything. They've, they've been doing really well with it. <sighs> Dude, I, I've done a 180. I, at first yeah. I didn't like, like any of these films. Maybe it was because I just was never into Alice in Wonderland. I was never into Cinderella, was never into those. But now that they're, like Jungle Book was the big one where I was like, okay, I, I can see this. And then when they didn't sing as much was when I f- just caught myself going, am I crazy? Do I want this? To- yes, I want this to be a musical. <laughs> and so now I'm totally on board for like Beauty and the Beast, you know, Aladdin and, uh, you know, Mulan and, you know, whatever, whatever they do live action moving yeah. forward. I want the music to be there because it was such a cornerstone to those films and made them so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. We got a – which is really cool news, I think. We got a Godzilla anime movie coming to Netflix l- later this year. Yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I that That's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's something I wish I could just turn on Netflix right now and watch. That'll, yeah, right? That'll yeah. tide us over until the sequel. Damn, that's what oh, came yeah. out this week. Uh, Kong. I totally forgot that was that was Friday. Yep, Kong. Yep. So I I still got to see that. Yeah. Um, so maybe this weekend, I, dude. I want to see Get Out. I want to see Kong. And I want to see Beauty and the Beast. Maybe I'm just gonna make a day at the theater. There you go. And just like, you know, say fuck it. <laughs> just keep walking around. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think that's what I'll do. Nice. Um, um. Oh, did you see? And I don't think this is here on the news. 
um, that they Twitch is now streaming Power Rangers. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw that and I didn't put it it's on here right now. <laughs> is it is it current? Nice. Yeah, they're showing every episode and up until the release of the new movie. Yeah, and it's which is the end of the month. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. Like that's crazy. Here we are with with all this stuff. This this is a busy goddamn month. Yeah. Oh yeah. Movies and games. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. It's it's what like eight. It's eight hundred and thirty one episodes, right? Something like right. that. Right. Yep. Twitch is think... tw- Twitch is loving these marathons, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to think. Um, here, I don't want to play it in the background or anything like that. I don't. I don't know what the channel is, but it's if you go on Twitch and just or Google Twitch Power Rangers Movie Marathon. You will be – it's live right now. Yeah, and they're nope. allowing um, – I don't know the word for it, but what is it? Mirrored streaming or something? Yes, yeah. So you can talk over it or whatever. Yeah, so you can have it on your own channel, do your own thing. Okay. Yep, yep. Cool. And so everyone's watching it right now. What's cool with those things is you're watching it, and there's a chat. So, like, everyone's just talking to each other about what, you know, and it's going by so fast. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm sure. I think there's ways to slow it down. I'm not sure. But um, it's cool, though. I mean, it's it, it's just nostalgia overload. And while we're recording right now, it's all of the um, the the first season and second season. So we're, you're, it's the original oh, it's, Rangers, it's, it's original outfits. Nice. It's Mighty Morphin still. Very cool. Yes, exactly. Started on Tuesday. So it's still Mighty Morphin. It's going to have Jason and the Green Ranger and the White Ranger and all that cool stuff. But then, you know, a few, few weeks, you know, a week or so down the road, it's going to be – complete you know it may hey if you're like us i dropped off god i don't even know when maybe after the first few seasons i was gonna say probably around like turbo because i think that was when most of us bailed i think that's when i bailed because i remember zeo or something yeah a little bit i remember i don't i don't know it it's it's foggy yeah you know you know what's interesting the first because cause there's, you know, it rolls through, you know, Zeo and Turbo and Dino Thunder, I think, and like mm-hmm. seven or eight different ones until you get to, I forget if it's, I think it's Lost Galaxy, is either like the first time, because the first like eight seasons are actually all one story. Like they're all actually connected. Right, and then after that, and I forget if Lost Gal- Galaxy is the last one, or it's the first one of when they just started. Oh, hey, each one is its own thing now. Oh, okay, I like, didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I, so yeah, I know they went into space at some point, but I didn't know it was just like, hey, here's a completely different story. Right, that was that was still part of it. Um, okay, but there well, what, was. What about the two bullies? Aren't they in it throughout the whole thing? Pretty much, and I think they were in it even after. Like, I how think does that. How does that work? Like, they get abducted. I don't know. I don't know. They got <laughs> weird, he... man. Like, they started a private investigative. Vulcan Scully or something. Yeah, Vulcan Skull did. Yeah. Like, they did. Like, they became private eyes and stuff. Like, they. I'm, they had a strange arc. They really did. If you think about it, they're the only ones with an arc. I, well, I, <laughs> I mean, besides Jason, I guess. Right. But I mean, that's that's kind of the point of like that first like that whole like eight, eight seasons or whatever that covers. Right. I forget how far is the story. It's basically the story of Zordon, more or less. Right. And and so but then after that, it's like, OK, and the end. And then next season was like, OK, and this is 
a new group of rangers somewhere and it tells their story and that's done and so, so this, the, and, the current power rangers does not have zordon right so what do they have I have to, dude. I don't know. I haven't watched it in like twenty years. Huh. I'm curious though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's now I'm curious. Like, what the deal? What's the deal with no? What? What? <laughs> what? Are they like? Is there any like Alpha Five? Is any of that still there? Or... No. Uh. Uh-uh. They're so they're just like a team. They're all different. Like they all have like a similar sort of structure of mm. some kind. Like there's always usually like a teacher or a, a, a leader or some kind of like they kept the general idea or a, of a it. guy who owns a juice bar slash uh karate place <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, the fuck that was god god bless ernie community yeah. center. the community center it was it man i'm telling you man ernie, ernie ran a tight ship there Jeez, let him fool you. talk about just a, a, a sign of the times for that that tv show oh so much oh my god oh, so much now, now here's here's what I think. We're rebooting the movie franchise, right? Right. What if they reboot the TV series? As in, like, they they just completely started over with none of that, um, none of that. Uh, what do you call it? Just wait to hold it down. All of the backstory, and whatever. And just started new. Well, that's and... that's what they that's what they've been doing the last however many seasons. Okay, so it's, yeah. so it has been a reboot where it's not connected to that world. At exactly, all? like that first. That's what I'm saying. Like oh. those first, those first eight seasons were all like the same. They were the same oh. world. Like this, this happens, and these oh. are connected. But then after that, each one was its own standalone thing. It wasn't. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I yeah. thought it was all at least still in the same Power Rangers universe. Uh-uh. No, they're all they're they're oh. all uh, and and now there's. There's the occasional callback, but but they don't actually like one does not depend on the one before it and does not include the one after it, you know that kind of thing. Did, didn't they do one where they all came together? Yeah, yeah, they did that recently, but that was you know they do that for like the big special anniversary episodes. But real fast, do you want me to go? I'm gonna go over what the, what they were. There was. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Right. Season one, two, and three. Right. Then there was Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Right. Um, Mighty Mor or I'm sorry, Power Rangers Zero. Zio. Power Rangers. Yeah, Zio. Sorry. Right. Uh, Zio. Power Rangers Turbo. Turbo. But yeah, that's when we all pretty much checked out. Yeah. Um, Power Rangers Space. Right. Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, which was season seven. Right, and I th- I think Lost Galaxy was the was the beginning of the standalones, I think. Okay. And then there's Power Rangers uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Right. Power Rangers Time Force. Right. Power Rangers Wild Force. Right. Which apparently is where the White Ranger's helmet is from. Interesting. Like like the animals or whatever um, was originally, um, whenever they were doing the you know, the original Power Rangers in Japan or whatever it was called. Right. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Super Sentai, I think. Right. Power Rangers Ninja Storm. Right. Power Rangers uh, Dino Thunder. Right. Power Rangers SPD, which I guess they were cops. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it stands for. Power Rangers Mystic Force. Right. Power Rangers uh, Operation Overdrive. Right. Power Rangers Jungle Fury. Right. Power Rangers RPM. Right. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reversion, 
It's called X E X Mighty Morphin. I wonder what that is. Um, they uh, it was kind of like the uh, Dragon Ball Kai of Power Rangers. Oh, if I remember right. You're right. The revert. Okay, original sixty episodes, reversion thirty-two. So they cut out all the filler. Gotcha, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um. By the way, SPD Space Patrol Delta. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Uh, then after my, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Kai, there was Power Rangers Samurai. Right. Power Rangers Super Samurai. Now, this I remember because I remember my friend's kid had the samurai stuff all over his face. Right. Um, Power Rangers Megaforce. Power Rangers Super Megaforce. Power Rangers Dino Charge. Power Rangers, Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. Right. Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Right. And that's the one they're on now. Okay, and that's there. You know, there are a couple in there that obviously you can tell ran for like two seasons, right? But but they all were after you know, and I think it was starting with Lost Galaxy. Like each season was its own. It kind of became an anthology series almost right. of just like this season tells the story of these teenagers with attitude, and and then you know, and then it's done. And then next season is a whole new story with a whole new group, whole new rules. Like, it's just – it was just that. Uh, it makes sense. I mean, they imagine kids are going they're, – they're coming in and watching it, and then they're going off to do other things and, you know, exactly. getting older and whatnot. Um, and, and they're getting newer audiences. So yeah. I imagine it, it that makes sense. Dude, there are ten – there's a Silver Ranger, Purple Ranger, Graphite Ranger, <laughs> Aqua Ranger, Gold Ranger, Pink Ranger, Green Ranger, Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, Red Ranger, and the new one. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Yeah, <laughs> and they crazy. and they have you know like I was saying on on occasion they'll do like some big crossover or something. Right. Uh, Super Mega Force had one that was basically like they they all got it, yeah, they, and it was basically like stunt people in all the old Ranger suits, and then you know Tommy showed up in the Green Ranger outfit. Right, like right. he was he was the only one I think that was actually there from from the olden days. Right. Well, he was a Red Ranger too, I think, when and he did uh, it, uh, Dino Thunder. Or, yeah, Dino was, Thunder. No, he was the Black Ranger in Dino Thunder. He was the Red Ranger in Zeo. That's right. Right, right, right. And, and that's why he showed up in Forever Red, which was another crossover they did, where they brought in all the Red Rangers from like I I don't remember exactly when this was. Right. But you know, yeah. See, they, they never looked as cool as they did in the originals. And I actually really loved the look of their like metal costumes in the movies. I thought their like updated movie screen costumes looked awesome as well. Yeah. Um, you know, their their new ones. I maybe it'll take some time to grow on it. The new ones look like something you would paint like a PT cruiser or something. <laughs> it's got that weird paint like paint job that your uncle who loves racing. You know what I mean? Just gets on his uh, PT cruiser. <laughs> Or whatever, oh, <laughs> or his, his purple prowler or something. Oh. My uncle actually really does have like a golden prowler. Oh, um, nice! I always wanted one of those because they had them in the yeah. first Need for Speed, and I was yeah. like, "That's the most awesome car I've ever seen." Dude, you'd, you'd get along with my uncle so much. He goes to every race, and he's totally into cars. He's got a new car like every other year, and he's always got these like. He's basically Tim the Toolman Taylor. Okay. Um, he's got like a stand up of. <laughs> Like uh, uh, Stallone in like um, a whole, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. The whole racing outfit or whatnot in his garage. 
Like he takes more care of his garage than he does. Like they got a nice house, <laughs> but his whole garage is like, oh, I just want to chill. He's got a couch in there and air conditioning and music and nice. And he's always tinkering. But um, okay, all right, cool. Well, we'll take a quick break. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, man, where were we? I know I got us so sidetracked with Power <laughs> Rangers. Oh, oh man, um, um, man, that was that was a that was a big part of my childhood, dude. Like the toys. Yeah, and, yeah, man, mine too. God, those I I I, I you know the the Megazords and stuff, and they always had a new one like every year. And yeah, God, man. those are crazy. Oh. I always wanted one. At I the, think we at Statesville what? Comic Con, there was a dude that was selling an unopened uh, Dragon Zord. Oh wow! And and I was looking at that, and I was like, I ah. Uh, you know, is it worth a hundred bucks? Uh, I, I I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Dude, honestly, a dragon sword would put, look pretty sweet sitting on a desk. That, no kidding, um, right? Yeah, that would be one cool like toy or statue thingy. I had um, the uh, I I always wanted the first original Megazord um, or the Dragon Zord, um, but at the time, just I didn't. You know, I was a kid. I didn't have money, and I think I saved up. Um, and a year or two later, no, actually, it was a Christmas Christmas gift from my grandparents, uh, my grandfather and grandma. She, um, uh, they got me the whatever the second, you know what I mean, when it was more like a samurai guy. The uh, the ninja Megazord. Exactly with the um with the eagle with yeah. the uh the white ranger had an eagle thing falcon. Yeah, Falcon. That was the coolest thing because it had like the eagle thing sticking out the on the back of it. Um, by far and away, some of the coolest toys. Um, man, now I'm in now I'm in total. Power <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that movie now. <laughs> I wish I still had because I had the I had the Dragon Dagger for for the longest oh. time, and I it's one of those things that it went in a box somewhere and it and it vanished. Right. Yep, you know, yep. decades ago. But like that was that was what I wanted back. Like if it was I'm like, a dagger and it was a flute. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. Like, and I mean, you know, and it had the sounds in it. Like, I was like, hell yeah. You know, if you think about what they did with that show, just the for them to take a Japanese show and make it an American television show using a lot of that and blending it, that like that had to have been the craziest idea they've ever heard of. When someone sat down and said, "Hey, let's do this." Yeah, and and you know, and and the thing that sold it, I'll guarantee, I will almost guarantee you, is when everybody went, "Well, I don't know about this," and somebody rolled out like just concept art of every piece of merchandise. Oh yeah, of every of every toy of every design they could put on a shirt, and just looked at at whoever was the network executive and just said, "We can merchandise the shit out of this." Yeah, sold. Go for it. Show me what you got. And then when those oh, numbers came in, I'm sure they were. Oh man, are you kidding me? Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, it's funny. The uh, you know the angry video game nerd guy. Yeah. He oh you don't like him? I don't like him. Oh uh, okay. He did a whole series about Power Rangers. How he never saw it as a kid. Okay. And um, it, later in life, he kicks himself to this day. This is one of his biggest regrets because he goes when it, for whatever reason. He was a little bit older at the time. Sure. And he, he, he thought, that's for kids. That's for children. Why, I would never give that time a day. Granted, he's probably maybe one or two years older than the kids who are really into it. Um, fast forward to now, he talks about how 
it's all about the, the what do they call it? the gaijin or not the the monsters the what do you call it? that genre? Ka- uh, kaiju kaiju yeah the the kaiju movies and stuff like that and he's like it's a mixture of that and it's got like this power rock album he, he sat down and watched every season yeah and reviewed it's... it and he was like i i'm pissed i missed this it's like if someone told me about star wars when i was 30 or 40 instead of seeing it as a kid you know what i mean yeah it, it, you're not gonna have that nostalgia that someone as a kid that was just holy shit this is big fucking you know monsters fighting fighting big uh, robot robots you know like, that joined together and stuff um yeah so cool i don't know so anyway so yeah i'm looking <laughs> forward to the new movie <laughs> yeah right i don't cause, and, and that's and now that's when that's next week two weeks uh two weeks right um power rangers imdb because it'd be the that, no next it's got to come out in two weeks March 24th. Oh, that's next. That's week. next week. Next week. Okay. Yeah, next Friday. Next, next Friday. Wow. Yep. Right. It's coming busy. close. God damn. What happened that made this month so busy? Like it's March like for it. God's sake. Yeah. It's busy, busy, busy. Um, yeah, man, I can't wait for that. They gotta have, you know, uh, you know, Z or, uh, what's her name? The, the queen, not Zeta. That's, uh, not Zed. Um, Rita, Rita. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, her whole green outfit has to be a tease for Jason or just match at the end of the film, that green something goes into, you remember the candles? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember the candles. (laughs) That that show is in one hand, amazing. The rock ballad and the monsters and everything. And on the other hand, it's like, what the fuck? It's like his power is tied to a candle and I've lit the candle up. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, really?" Oh, okay, yeah. okay, sure. Like I, you know, look in the grand scheme of 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 everything, the idea was they knew their audience was kids. So why right. make it complicated? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but yeah, I, I her her outfit, the whole green, the whole thing. I think they did that because of. The Green Ranger. He's got to be teased at the end of it. There's no way we're walking out of that theater. Well, there's he's not teased. There's speculation that she used to be a Green Ranger, right? Like eons ago, and then uh, went bad. Okay, that makes sense. And, and that's then, you know, like yeah. that could work. Now I don't know. Like I saw there was it, it wasn't like and this was confirmed. It was like well no, there's this theory floating around. I was like ah, it's a fun theory. Right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you look at the look at the characters, you know, they all look like kind of uh, versions of what we know the Power Rangers be. And hers, she looks completely different than what she did in the original series. She didn't have that whole green thing on. And in this, she does look like a Power Rangers from generations ago. Yeah. Her whole concept art, you know. Um, so I could totally see like it, you know, melting off of her and her she moves it into something, I don't know, and then she gives some kid powers or just teases it or just you see the outfit. You know, that's all you – dude, if they just show that outfit or the sword, the dagger. Yeah, right. Yeah. People would lose their minds. That would be really – that would be a really cool moment. Um, All right, all right. We've oh, – my, my bad. We've talked a lot about Power Rangers. wasn't even in the news. <laughs> um, Go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah, so the, uh, the girl in the spider's web um, – is the if I remember right in the 
Millennium Trilogy, which became a 10-book series. And I think I've got the series right. I never, I could never really remember what it was properly called. But mm-hmm. that was the first book that Larson, that was written after he died. Okay. Uh, and so they're using that as a sequel to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's oh. coming out uh, October 5th of next year. Um, it's going to be directed by a guy whose name is not completely on my screen here, uh, Fide Alvarez, who did Don't Breathe. But they figure that's going to be like they're they're recasting everything. So oh, okay. so Rooney Mara will not be back um, as far as far as this report goes. Mm. Uh, so you know, take that for whatever it may be. Right, but. So, you know, okay, cool. I I wasn't really clamoring for this, but whatever. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I wasn't really into that series, so we'll see. Let's we'll see how it works. I hope it works out for him. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman is doing a film about uh, Ferrari um, uh, yeah. replacing Christian Bale. Uh, Michael... Michael Mann. Yeah, he's he's directing it. Yeah, he's the director of uh, Enzo Ferrari. That's cool. And you can't teach teach that. that. <laughs> well, I guess this is what yeah. Hugh Jackman's doing after Wolverine. Man, it's going to be weird living in a post Hugh Jackman Wolverine world. Yeah, right. God, dude. After watching that film, it made me really rethink the X Men franchise because. I don't know why I wasn't really that big of a fan of the first one. And I loved X-Men. I just think at the time I didn't like it. I really loved X2. Um, and from that point forward, I, you know, I've been kind of mostly on board for what they've done, but it seemed like a lot of misses, you know, with X3 and stuff like that. Right. Well, and but, you know, X-Men was a weird, X-Men was a weird experiment. Like yeah. turn of the century, quasi-serious superhero film like uh, mm-hmm. from Fox big you know big gamble and then when they did X2 and they got the big response that they got they were like okay so right. let's do some other things with it and then you know they did X3 right and and you know they were like alright so that didn't work back to the drawing board um and, and we got Origins Wolverine. And, mm-hmm. you know, I hope at that, you know, at that point, I imagine there was a firing squad. And then, you know, we got first class. And it's like, oh, well. Well, I read an article that almost after Origins, he almost called it quits. Yeah. He almost called it quits. Um, and I'm glad he hung on. Like, man, like if if you're listening and you have not seen Logan, you need to go seek that out. It is just – um. It is they the way they execute on that movie. Yeah, um, it is something to behold. Um, yeah, I, I can't I, I can't speak enough about that film. No, it was it was an it was an awesome movie. It was a great send off. It was it was it was tremendous. It really was. Yeah, yeah. The, just the the gravity of that film and the the just it's just rare to see something like that where. You know, a few movies ago, he was flipping the bird with his claw and, you know, tearing down, you know, uh, 
what do you call him? The just it it's just so out there, and now just to see him in such a like western, pretty much. Yeah, it, uh, I mean that was that was the that was the idea in the comic, and they they kept that spirit in the film. I thought that was a that was a fantastic achievement. Oh yeah, it, it it's it's one of those that just to me it breaks beyond its genre. Yeah. Where it is a lot of those films you can put in the same genre. You can put a lot of the Batman films and the the, the Avengers Marvel films and the X-Men films all in the same genre, but every once in a while one or two break outside of it. You know, kind of like The Dark Knight did in a way. Um this one is right there with it. It breaks outside of the genre where I could recommend this movie to anyone just knows just a little bit about Wolverine um, and you can enjoy this for right. what it is. Cause I, I think anyone can relate to it, you know, and go, fuck man, this guy's had a rough life. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I just love how gritty and dark it is. Um, but yep. And I say that. And at the same time, I bash Batman and Superman for being just uh, like, on surface level, gritty and dark. There's right. no substance. There's yeah, that's just it. There's right. you can do that and get away with it if you have, if right. that's a theme. If that's just yeah. a style, then then I don't know what the hell you're doing. But yeah, if there's that's... a scene in Logan where he's talking in like a cabin type thing, and he's just sitting there, and it's just him talking for a few minutes, and I won't say what he's saying or anything like that, but you just like fuck, man, I'm gonna miss this character. Yeah. Like it, this is, this is just, man, this is rough. Um, so yeah, go see Logan. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get back on track here. Um, uh, the man who killed Don Quixote, um, Terry Gillum, uh, film finally filming after 17 years in development. Hell, they, Jesus. he wanted, he started work on this in 2000 and it's That's had, insane. it's had delays and false starts and finally, 2000. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's Terry Gilliam to his credit has stuck with it and and good for him cuz they're finally going to make this thing now. You could have had a child and him graduate high school by now. Yeah. <laughs> In the years. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh so. man. Uh, all Speaking right. of children you could have that graduate high school before a movie comes out. They've, right. They've delayed Avatar. the Avatar sequels again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, they're never going to come out. and They're never going to happen. These, <laughs> This is starting to turn into the Duke Nukem Forever of film. Right. Like every, The only thing we ever hear about this is that it's been delayed. The thing is, is that once they do start coming out, I think it's going to be like every year. Yeah, and it's going to be um, like Duke Nukem Forever where there's going to be a whole right. bunch of hype and nobody's going to enjoy it. Right, right. No, no. I mean kind of looking forward to seeing what they do at Disney, but that's more of like, I'm going to be in it and there and it's going to be fun more so than the films. You know, right. I, I just, who wants to go back and down? I don't know. Yeah. Of course we'll go see it and we'll see what it's like, but I could care less. If, you know, it, it, cause, cause I mean, I'm more the... excited about power Rangers, the movie right. than that <laughs> right now, <laughs> just well, to give you an idea. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, like avatar viewed normally is, is a, perfectly standard like it's a it's a decent little film it's not it's not great it's not groundbreaking as as it sits like if you just threw in a blu-ray right. and watched it it's nothing special 
Right. It would, this would never have been an issue if the sequel came out two or three years later, like normal films. Right. And, you know, and Disney jumped on Star Wars and they started, bam, we're getting one every year. Right. Um, Star Trek, we get one every other year. That makes sense. Um, we should – Avatar should have been where – okay, the sequel comes out in two years, three tops. I can't even uh, – how long has it been? Uh, what are we up to? Ten years? Uh, yeah, come on. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, Blade Runner sequel. Has it been ten years? I think so. It's been no cl- it's been close. What no was that? Yeah, Avatar was oh seven oh eight. Two thousand nineteen or yeah, two thousand and nine. It'll be t- it'll be Holy ten years shit. before this film comes out. That's crazy. I remember sitting in my brother's apartment with people like, "Hey, you guys want to see Avatar?" Yeah. Now, oh my but god. But I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. Like that was the film. <laughs> Like, it was a perfectly standard film, but because of the 3D, because this was the big, we've implemented 3D the way people want it to be implemented, that's why it's, that's why no movie will ever make as much money as this did. Right, right, right. But, I mean, that's, you know, and that's why the sequels are not going to be worth anything near the investment. Right. Because... They're not going to be amazing films. I love James Cameron. I absolutely do. But these these films are not going to be the kind of blockbuster hits they need to be. The sequel is going to come out after being delayed for, you know, eight years. And kind of a lot of it's underwater, too. <sighs> right. And it's going to be expensive as hell. And it's going to and it's going to bomb. It, yeah. it could make a ton of money, but it won't be enough. And it's going to bomb right. and the the other nine movies that he's planning or whatever are going to be scrapped. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I don't, I, I don't like it. Especially when I heard the underwater stuff, I was like, oh, no yeah. one wants to see that. No one wants to see an underwater film about Avatar. Yeah, yeah. gross. All right, well, uh, when we get back, we'll get into some TV news and video game news again. Listen to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, I just saw that uh, apparently the Russo brothers are doing a Quantum and Woody TV series. They're producing a want a Quantum and Woody television show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Is that oh so this is part of this is part of that deal that Image had, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I only read one um well it's not Image, is it? It's a uh, Or Valiant. Valiant. Val- Valiant. Valiant, yeah. Yeah. That's I yeah because Valiant. That's yeah. definitely not the right thing. <laughs> I you know, I hey if anybody's got any right but no like because yeah because valiant has a big deal is it with sony right yep yep yeah so, so i guess this is just the next part of that cool all right yeah. awesome awesome down for that totally totally so i thought that was cool so there you go avengers russo brothers are gonna do that so that's awesome um we also got some news about the x-men show now i know they cast the whole thing didn't they um but they're gonna name it gifted yeah didn't they cast the whole thing? I, pretty or much, I... it seems like. They've cast a bunch of it, at least. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't find the uh, TV show. Um... Yeah, we've covered, we've covered like, there's been casting news, like, every week for the last, like, month, I think. Right, right. I figured I'd go on IMDb, but it's not there that I can see. <laughs> um... You know what I wish would come back to Netflix, Netflix is the X-Men animated TV show. Yeah. I want to see some of that Phoenix Saga stuff again. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so that's awesome. You know, uh, I really like, dude, I've turned around on, on, um, on a Legion, totally turned around on it. So if they can do anything remotely close to that, which probably not, I'm sure the main X-Men movie will pro- show will probably on what Fox. Yeah. It'll be a Fox. It'll be a Fox broadcast show. Yeah. For sure. So that's going to be more along the lines of mainstream. So who knows? Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Gifted. That makes perfect sense. You know, I, I'm surprised, you know, did, haven't the Marvel, didn't the Marvel movie started calling some of their mutants gifted? Because uh, they couldn't use the word mutant. Enhanced. I like the word gifted. If they can't yeah. use the word mutant, I'd rather them used gifted. Because that that's more to me that I think of X Men when I think of gifted, not enhanced. Right. Um. Who knows? Yeah. I. I. I in my in 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 my head, in the perfect world, of course. Um. <laughs> I would love that behind the scenes, there's already been a deal where Fox and Marvel ha- are playing nice. And this might be kind of a start of where they can start, you know, lending characters and stuff to each other's stories. I just, in, in I really want to see Wolverine during infinity war. And then this was just a big, like, I'm never going to be in the Fox movies again, except for the Avengers. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, didn't he come out and say that he's like, if I ever do come back, it would be to work with. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Disney. Oh yeah, he's never been shy about that. Like he wants to be in an Avengers film. God, I would love to start to see these things kind of blend into each other. Never gonna uh, just happen. Just a little bit. I know, but imagine Wolverine popping I, it up. Would, oh, it would man. be amazing. But Fox is making money off these movies. That's yeah. That's the only reason that Sony cut the deal. You know, we can talk about the hack all we want, but the bottom yeah. line is, you know, it the Spider-Man movies were not making money, and. Marvel kind of leaned on them saying, look, you know, mm-hmm. we really like Spider-Man and you guys are kind of fucking up. So let's talk. And yeah. and it works out better. It works out great for both studios. Fox, I just don't see – they have no incentive to do that. Like, I see if they see – if they see the Spider-Man movie doing gangbusters, that might be a reason for them to go, hey, look at this relationship. You know, Sony's getting a shitload of money, and all they had to do was give up just a little bit of creative freedom, and they 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 you know they're 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 just taking it away. That would be inst- that's something I hope happens. I hope everyone goes see the new Spider-Man movie. I hope it's really good. Yeah, I hope it gets great reviews. That way, Fox can be like, look what they did. What we could be making a shitload of money too now. Yeah, but they're already making a shitload of money though. That's true. Deadpool and Logan just yeah they totally killed they they killed. If right. if this was ever gonna happen, it would have been after Origins. That's true. You're like right. that's that would have been the prime time for this to for this kind of deal to have happened. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, we got uh some robot Mr. Robot news. Uh, season three premiere pushed to uh pushed and Bobby uh Carnavelli, Carnavelle uh Ca- Carnavale, yeah Carnavale, yeah uh, from Boardwalk Empire cast as a used car salesman. Okay, and that was the way they described it. Yeah, seeing the notes here, I wrote season premiere pushed to season three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh they bumped it to I think it's October third. I think is what oh. I was going for there. Okay, okay, <laughs> and we got um the Big Bang Theory prequel Young Sheldon uh, gets a series order. First episode directed by John Favreau. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, no, dude. When I saw this posted in some of the <laughs> Facebook groups, they were just like, "This is terrible." Yeah, like it's this not is not anything we want to see. No, this is this is not gonna work. Yeah, that's not gonna do well. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, Game of Thrones. Ed Sheridan to cameo in season seven. Yeah, I can have Ed Sheeran on Game of Thrones finally. Yeah. Oh, did I say Sheridan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ed Sheeran uh, to cameo. I think you posted it. It was Chucky. Yeah, I I saw that. I I I forget where I saw that from first. It, yeah. it was him when they did their like medieval or whatever, and it was Chucky in like the old sackcloth robe. Yeah. <laughs> like our first look at Ed Sheeran's Game of Thrones cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like, that's, that's brilliant. Somebody was just waiting for that. Oh yeah. yeah. Somebody had that joke loaded in the chamber. They were like, "This is Ed Sheeran on Game of Thrones." Um, okay, but there's no context for this joke. Just wait. Just right. wait. And I wonder just how long did they hold on to that joke? And then they were like, "Now." Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ran around, you know, high fiving all their friends. I told you I could get it out there. I told you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I do that sometimes with memes like, oh, this is be, or I'll do it like, I'll time it. It'll be late at night. I'm like, this is hilarious, but no one's going to see it at 2 a.m. So I will wait until the morning to post it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, well uh, that's it for TV news. I think we'll get into some video games. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, game is to premiere this spring. will stand apart from the film universe. Yeah, it's going to be its own deal. That's cool. So um, that'll be that's awesome. the telltale game right yeah okay cool 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 um steven universe save the light rpg based on cartoon network show coming to consoles this summer yeah apparently there was a a mobile game called attack the light that Mm -hmm. evidently people really enjoyed Mm -hmm. Uh, and so they're doing a sequel and they're going to put it on consoles so oh wow cool for them awesome Yeah. yeah also i didn't see here but like it's been a crazy week for like video game journalists. Have you seen uh, the Jim like the people attacking Jim Sterling? Oh, what did for what now? He gave Zelda seven out of ten, which he oh. thought was a good score. He said oh, it's a good game. Christ! It's Assassin's Creed two all over again. And so <laughs> what it did, it brought the Metacritic down to like ninety eight or ninety seven. And like people, uh, what do you call it? DDoSed his website. Oh, They've gone Jesus. after him. They have tried and shut down and hacked his uh, Twitter and a bunch of other oh. things um, because of a review of a game. Um, and he's of course roasted them. It's been nothing but entertaining content oh, from him oh, sure. because of it. Yeah, um, I mean, look, I hate Jim Sterling as much as the next guy, right. but like, I even I look at this and I'm like, really. Yeah, he doesn't deserve that. Like, like, he's a critic, and, you know, critics are – they have their complete right to, you know, a game is a 7 out of 10, which is – it's a good score. It wasn't for him. He didn't like the the way all the the weapons were destroyed in a matter of a few hits, which makes sense. I don't like that. That's the one part of the game where I'm like, no, 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 this sucks. Right. Um, but you know, whatever. It, it, the, the the reaction though. Um, yeah, that's. Speaking of, uh, did you see the John Tron stuff? No, haven't heard those. Do you know who John Tron is? He's a. Uh-uh. I don't know much about him, so I don't want to talk too much about it. But um, he is just a big YouTube star for games and whatnot. Okay. I've seen him on the co-optional podcast and whatnot, and he always seemed normal. But apparently, he's pretty crazy. Um, he <laughs> had he was apparently in a chat, and he started talking about um, 
who's that senator that got a lot of heat this week about uh, the American race and stuff like that, the way he called it? Oh, I don't you know. know. Talking about I, there's um, a there's a stupid one every week. I I can't keep up with them. Oh yeah, no, uh, man, I wish I. Um, Wish I knew the name. See, was it, was it one of the ones that ran for president this time, or was it somebody else? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was a senator who basically came out and said, like, we need to make Americans um, look the same. Oh, geez. like Americans should all, you know, look the same, and that's going to be destroyed by minorities and whatnot. I'm, I'm obviously not quoting him, but that's essentially what he said. And John Tron went into a chat and said all the same things and just went fucking crazy. Uh, to the point where a lot of, um, the, uh, his peers and whatnot have been like, okay, well, we're done with you, buddy. Uh, yeah. so that, that's been crazy. We can also call it Moriarty was, quit kind of funny. I was going to say, and then they went by his office and said, ah, day of peace and quiet at last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he made a joke. Yeah. He made a joke on Twitter, which, definitely wasn't the right time to do it um people people yeah. lost their shit um and they have every right to yeah um, they do but then it became this thing where it's like you, okay <laughs> like you get mad for a minute and then move on with your life um totally was taken out of you know there was no context to it it's not like he was telling a joke from you know he was on stage or on a show on the kind of funny i watch their stuff all the time i love their stuff uh, in their shows they say you know a lot of offensive things just like jim sterling does just like the total biscuit does just like any of them do probably the just like button. we do sometimes <laughs> just just like we do if anything said out of context we would be roasted um and so yeah you know a tweet is it's hard because it's like a text message. Right. There it's is... hard to, you can't, you can't have like a tone of voice or anything like that. And, right. Um, people lost their minds. And so, uh, you know, it, it, it all built up where, um, he's been very out there politically on talk shows and stuff. Like he was on the Ruben rapport last week. He's, he sat down with like five guys, um, last week to talk about video game stuff. He was on the Glenn Beck show Monday crazy glenn beck uh totally don't agree with anything he says but that's big for someone like colin who's a republican yeah that's a that is a big deal right and so he's decided he wants to just like he i guess him and kind of funny decided they were going in two different directions which makes sense sure. kind of funny is not political they they talk politics stuff but they're like on our level where you know we don't um you know what i mean like we talk, we, we try to stick to just having fun and stuff like that right uh, and um, Colin is extremely passionate about politics, so he went and did his own thing. So, but yeah, that blew up all over the internet this week, and uh, people lost their minds. What I don't like is the reaction, the knee-jerk, you know, calling him a Nazi, or the other knee-jerk reaction of saying, you know, just vile things to people who are sort of offended by it. It's like. You should have the right to be offended. You should also have the right to be like, okay, he's cool, and move on with your life and not be disgusting towards people. Right. The The extremes on both sides are yeah. are where – and it's what stirs all the discussion because there is yeah. – because that's not where everybody is. Everybody's in the middle of this, right. of, of and, any situation like this. It's There's always the nice, calm, creamy center. But right. you know, all we hear about is, is the nuts on either end of it. That's all we hear about. Right. Right. And, and it, you know, it's just the things – and these three cases are very different. But if you went to, like, the YouTube comments or any of these videos and looked at the oh, – yeah. talking, it, it, it is just a cesspool of just 
just grossness. Um, you know, and I, it, especially the one I'm kind of disturbed by the most is Colin Moriarty because I follow that whole thing more so than any of the other things we talked about. And it's it's weird to. It, it, it just goes to show that people can turn in a matter of a moment. Yeah. Uh, um, and that just, it, it, and it's, it's not even the fan base that was even upset. None of his real, none of his fans took it seriously at all. They might've been offended him and like, okay, that was that poor taste, but they still loved the guy. It was whatever it was. It was like, it just opened the floodgates of all of these terrible people on the internet that were like, that you have, that have never talked about kind of funny before, but they wanted to come to the defense of somebody who made a joke. And that was just disgusting. So I don't know. Uh, wish him the best of luck though. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see what he does moving forward. Yeah. Um, it's, it seemed like it didn't sour the relationship with the rest of the, Oh no, they're super sad that he's leaving, of course. But you know, he was on uh, their their morning show. They were talking about it because it was like, okay, you know, it it sucked because they went to PAX and there was like four days where they didn't really communicate to their audience the way they normally do. The thing about kind of funny is every day there's something new on their channel or whatever, and they went almost a week without without being able to communicate the normal way, and all this went down. So it was just a it was a it was a terrible storm. and and he was you know they, they were like you know he's moving on he's doing this and then he's in the background sweeping <laughs> he's like hey guys i don't have a job so you know and they're all joking like even when when kevin when greg miller came out and made like a comment about the, the tweet colin was the one that edited it because he's the best writer he was like no this should be here this should be like they're all they still live together those two guys still live together so people just i don't know they went crazy yeah um but uh, let's see. We gotta get out of here. Was there any other news? Uh, not John Goodman got uh, Walk of Fame. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, long overdue. Oh, Jack oh, Swagger released from <laughs> WWE. Yeah, because the most visibility Jack Swagger has had has been on uh, Up Up Down Down. <laughs> so... Right. Exactly. Yeah, we saw all that coming. Yeah, uh, he came out and made that one. I forgot what it was. It was on. Uh, it was on SmackDown, and it was just terrible. Yeah, and it was like, oh yeah, he's doing. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Oh. Poor guy. Um, and I don't know. Are you excited for Mania? Uh, no. I think I'm they not. screwed the pooch. I I'm just I'm so I'm sorry. Styles, Shane, don't care. Uh, Goldberg, Lesnar, which is rumored to go on last. Don't care. Terrible. Did uh, you hear that Lesnar was supposed to fight Shane originally because of uh, SummerSlam? And then Lesnar said, no, I don't want to fight Shane. And so I, they changed everything. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to fight Shane either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. But isn't it funny how he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And they're yeah. like, okay, we're going to put you in the title match. And you're going to win the Universal Champion. Okay. Like, he just yeah. it's whatever he wants. And be a part-time champ just like it was before because that worked so well. Um, what, I, what I think should happen is I think um, – I think either uh, Randy Orton should go last or, and this is going to sound crazy, but Undertaker Roman goes last and Roman turns heel. And then Underta- and then and then the show ends as the last Undertaker match and the heel turn of Roman Reigns and everyone loses their mind. Those could be the two good endings. As, as long as it doesn't end with the, the mixed tag match where John Cena and Nikki Bella win and then John yep. Cena proposes because it's WrestleMania and that's going to be great for total you know, bella's ratings like you're making fun of that but i'm more excited about the cena miz match I'm t- than i am a lot of the other matches i am too board. and that's kind of sad 
And that tells you uh, where we stand with this. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a fun weekend, though, that whole weekend. Of course, even if you're not in Orlando, there's so much wrestling that weekend. And NXT is going to be amazing. NXT is going to be fun. Yeah. We might get, you know, Nakamura make an appearance at WrestleMania. Someone might. Who knows? Or Raw the next day. It, it should be cool. Um, but I think that's it. Let's get out of here again. Uh, we geek podcast 9 p.m. on Wednesdays uh, on the end.fm. Make sure you go to our Facebook group, Twitter at we geek podcast at the Logan Witt at Adam Eastep. Uh, go to our iTunes, make a review. Um, and uh, I need to get, you know, I keep saying this. I need to be more active on Twitter, but this is the week. This is the one. Um, I'm going to be tweeting and posting on our Facebook group a lot more. I've been slacking recently, so uh, look out for that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast, and we'll see you guys all next week. Captain? Captain. Captain.